Hey, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what's going on. But it sounds better now, though. Yeah, it sounds a little better now. I got I put my headphones in because I was like, maybe it's, I don't know. We was talking and we, she said she had hers and she took hers out. So I think she put them back in. But now I have mine in. So I don't, maybe it'll sound better now. Can you hear me? Uh, I hear you now. Okay, so she's uh, Candy's calling in now. Ooh, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know what that was, but it sounds clear. That was my concern. I didn't want us to get in too deep. What did you do? I don't know. I, I didn't even... Hey, Candy. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, okay. we never had this issue. Like, I'm good now, it's, but it sounds better. I just didn't want to get, you know, too far into the episode with all that. Are you special. having headphones in or are you... Um, yeah, just... I'm in headphones, okay. same position. I don't know what it was, but we good now. We out here. So, right, yeah. <clears throat> ready to start? Uh, yep. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey guys, welcome back for another week or another, <laughs> another episode. I thought yes. another, week, <laughs> another episode <laughs> of From the Plantation to the Station. I'm Taj. I'm D'Angelo. Welcome, guys. Yes, 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 yes. We have yeah, another we great topic for you guys this week. Um, you know, we're going to get into some things, some things to discuss. Um, but as always, we always get into our segment. I always ask before, you know, we try to think, make this a happy hour thing. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so, Angelo, what are you, what are you sipping on, or are you sipping on anything? Yes, you know? I am. It's the end of the summer, beginning of the fall, so I decided to have uh, some rosé. You know, just something simple, nice little crisp drink. Y'all know I stay with my brandy and whiskeys and bourbons and shit, but. I'm chilling. Like it's, I'm enjoying this transition to a uh, fall layer season. I'm over so the you, summer. <laughs> so you, no, I love summer. So you have drinks based off the seasons. Is that really like a thing? Oh yes, definitely. I it's like know. I mean, you know, I might slip into some other things, but in the fall, winter, it's like nice to have a nice uh, Manhattan where it's like. You know, I the bourbon you. and the... You always drink it in Manhattan. I, I love like. a Manhattan. I love a but Manhattan. But then that's not a I mean, like the dark You drink it all year round. Not all year. I had it a few times on this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the, the, on the and, podcast. And it was the summertime. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I slip sometimes. But on some real shit, like, it really is, you know, more so mojitos. You don't really hear people drinking mojitos in the winter. That's like a oh. summer drink. You oh, know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. Or... Um, red, more red wines, yeah, yeah, and more red wines and um, the winter versus the summer. So I don't know. It's just a different thing. Like you want to get a little warmer, so you might have something mm-hmm. a little harder. That's all. Well, what you sipping on? So I actually, I'm not like fancy like you. I just drink whatever I want to drink, whenever. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's like the season. It doesn't matter. But basically, I'm drinking my favorite brand, which is Bar Tenora. And I got, usually would drink the blue bottle, which is Moscato, but a friend of mine actually got me the red bottle, which is sweet red. I never had before, and it's actually mm. really, really good. That sounds like so, you. You like the sweet wines. I do. That's crazy, because my other friend likes bitter wine. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, me like too. That. Yeah, I like I bitter like, a little drier. I don't like that. But anyways, that's what I'm drinking. It's it's, it's smooth. It's cool. I like it. You know, sweet. Nice, nice. Yeah, so. Okay. Well, folks. Um, I hope you're enjoying again, whether it's the evening, the morning, or whatever. But we also, 
um, have our signature uh, segment that we'd like to begin with before getting into our topic, and that is relax, relate, Late, release. release. Okay, oh. you get it out, and whether it's negative or positive. So, Taj, I feel like you probably should go first this time. Yeah, I actually had one. I mean, well, like, I don't know if it's a good one or not, but basically, like, as always, you know, we always browse the internet, and it'd be like, a bunch of shit going on, happening, whatever. But this particular topic just stood out to me. So mm. I know you probably don't really know because I feel like D'Angelo be like, I don't know who that is or whatever. But basically, Summer Walker was called out because okay. she I'm in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> she was called out because she basically commented on future situation with his baby mother and her wanting to like, um, oh yeah, yeah, like grant, like I guess she wanted like, uh, like over a million dollars or something like that a month for child support or whatever the case may be. And Summer Walker comment like, ladies, we need to get it together. Like it's sad that you going, you trying to put this man through this. So that her boyfriend's baby mama, London on the track's baby mother, basically like chimed in and was like, I can't stand Summer Walker. She always commented on business that don't have nothing to do with her, especially if she don't got no kids. So I just felt like, in a way, I kind of could relate to homegirl because I'm mm. like, if you don't, I mean, I don't have kids, but I just feel like if you don't have kids and you're not in those situations, you shouldn't really have, you, should, you shouldn't kind of open your mouth to say anything. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. me yeah. personally, That's I'm true. just like not going to like chime in and kind of like commenting on a situation that I have nothing to, you know, I don't know about, you know. With kids that are involved, it should be behind, you know, between those two people, the mother and the father, not yeah. you, the girlfriend, and all of this other stuff. Like not even the auntie or the grandpa. Yeah, like that literally <laughs> has nothing to do with you. So I'm just like, you know, I kind of, I wanted to say that was my relax, relax, really release because in a way, like you know, my brother and his baby mother, they go through like their shit. I don't mm -hmm. get into involved in that. Like, I may have a comment, but like, okay, I don't really like homegirl, whatever the case may be. But like, I just don't get involved in like kid drama and stuff like that because I'm I don't know what that is. Like, I don't have kids, so I kind of yeah. just was like, damn, like homegirl, like just sing your songs, okay? Sing sing your songs, go sing your little songs, sing your little tunes, exactly. Post and up keep on it moving. and keep it moving. Post up with your man, let his baby mama drama. You leave that for the baby mama and him. Now, yes, you, you mind yes. your business. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. No, that's funny. Like I, I agree. I mean, even if I agree with what she's saying, I think that we're getting to a point where we understand that it doesn't need to be said. Right. <laughs> it's some right. stuff that you just say to your girl, or you just at the dinner table, and you might say something. But for you to mm -hmm. put it on social media, like you have to be conscious right. that other people, let alone you being in your position as a public figure, people yeah. are going to see all this. So we immediately think that you're being intentional or mm -hmm. shady or petty or whatever. But you could have, sis, I agree. You're right. But yeah. the fact that you put it out there, you do know that that made a difference, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's, mm -hmm. I don't know. That's, that's all right. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm glad you mentioned social media because that was my thing. Even if you did felt that way and you wanted to say something, like, you could have said something to him privately. About if it was that issue. important to you. Like, yes, like, you didn't have to put that on social media, which she does all the time. And we'll get into that further. Yeah, um, but, yeah. yeah, like, just everything doesn't have to be for social media. Like, it really doesn't. True. But that was my relaxed, relate release. So, 
Um, well, my relax, relate, release is it's oddly or not even oddly, I guess, ironically about work mm-hmm. and coworkers, and just I'm learning how to let people do their job. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are there for a reason. Now, whether you do a good job at it or whatever, I'm, I have to learn myself, relax, and relate mm-hmm. to uh, the fact that. You were hired for this. So instead of me like, oh, I could just do it real quick and or I could just, you know, write this up or send this email. No, I'm going to direct it to you. This is the issue that came up. This is your department that needs to handle this. So I'm going to give it to you instead of feeling guilty because I know it's a simple task and I know it's something that could be handled quickly. But instead of me trying to take responsibility for it, like I'm going to be okay with you doing it. And this also goes to just people in all different industries, y'all. Um, you know, the, we mentioned this before where you make people's job a lot easier. So I'm not a slop around the job when it comes to like cleaning and stuff and people, you know, coming to my desk and cleaning my desk, the, the, the cleaning crew, Mm -hmm. but it'd be sometimes where I'm walking through the job and I'll see stuff on the ground and I had to catch myself, like, you are not the cleaner guy. And I'm sitting there picking up shit, <laughs> like, throwing away stuff. Like, you know, and it's cool. That's okay. But I shouldn't have to feel pressured. And that's just a, a maybe even a little more of a far-fetched example. Mm-hmm. But my point that I'm making is, you know, it's okay to let people do their jobs and give them their necessary tasks. Yeah without trying to feel responsible, even with your managers. And if you're in my position, I'm a supervisor or a lead. And it's some stuff that I've been doing that's been managerial to the point where people think that I'm a manager. And I had to like fall back because they were not only my crew, but my managers were expecting me like, oh, D'Angelo can do it. And I said, wait, that's not my job though. So why am I, you know, doing that? So I had to relax, relate, release, all of it i know that it shows um you know good uh sportsmanship in a sense as us being co-workers but again you don't have to feel guilty for allowing other people to do their damn job yeah, i think no i agree <laughs> and i think that if you continue to keep doing that people are gonna like you said your managers they're gonna take advantage of that like okay one less thing I, yes, one yes. less thing i have to worry about d'angelo is gonna do it so i don't have to worry about that when technically, mm-hmm. no, D'Angelo's not going to do it because that's not D'Angelo's job. Like, it's right. your job to make sure this is like, and if I can do it sometimes, hey, I, I want I think I deserve to be rewarded. I thank you. Great job. You know, thanks for looking out for that type of thing. We talked about that, too. Exactly. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, Observation. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I, I'm not cool with that either. So, yeah, let people do their jobs because that's what we all there for, to do our job. Yeah. Yep. So... All right, so transitioning into our topic, mm-hmm. and we're very excited also, you guys, to uh, introduce to you a guest. We said we are going to have a guests. Special guest. I'm so special, special guest. very special guest. We had the beautiful Candy Hustle. Yay. Candy, what up? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? We're good. We good. How are you, beautiful? I'm good. Um, thank you guys for having me on your um podcast. I feel honored. And if you guys are just rolling it out and I'm the first guest, I'm really gassed up now. Yes. So being the oh, first yes. is important. So, first, yes. and, I, first. And, I'm, and I'm gonna do it good too. So I'm the first and I'm gonna do it good. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys We're for ready. having me. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. 
So I have to just um start really quickly, y'all, because Candace, Candy, please forgive me my if I'm not addressing you correctly, but you know, we got a different type of history <laughs> and background. I've been knowing this beautiful woman, this queen, for about 15 years plus. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she um was is very special to me, you know, personally over the years we met through college. Um, we both attended um, Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City, and that's when I came across and met Candy, and we just had such an instant click amongst even some of my other friends, too, um, at that time, and it's just really beautiful to kind of just see, like, both of our journeys. Um, right. Candy, she's going to get into it, and she's we're going to give her a moment to share, you know, what she does, who she is, and 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 her podcast is um, going on right now as well. But just watching her, you know, personally has been just such um, an honor, and I'm, like, glad to have someone like her in my life who totally gave me advice, not only in college when we met, but, you know, in the years of us just knowing each other. And this is why I'm like, oh, yes, she will be perfect to be, you know, our first guest to talk about, you know, these work-related issues and and or uh, topics and things. And I'm sure she'll be back again. But I just wanted to throw that out there that the candy is very special to me. And I'm not going to paint this whole thing i want her to tell y'all you know who she is and what she does so candy if you could let the world know our and our listeners oh definitely and thank you for my roses i appreciate them so <laughs> yes. uh pretty much uh pretty much yes you and i we met at fit um i was a uh direct marketing major um and you were fashion design right uh, merchandising management. You were merchandising. Okay, my bad. Because I remember you you really were into like... Yeah, I was sewing. And yeah, stuff. sewing and all of that. So I parted me on that. So um, originally, I'm from upstate New York. So um, everybody who's usually from New York, their goal is to get to the big city. Just like if you live in... Um, I live in Atlanta now. But if you live in Georgia, your goal is to mm-hmm. get to the major city, which is Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So um, I wanted to get downstate um, just because I would go... You know, we would always go to trips to the city or you know just go visit family and friends and um i'm like okay i want to move to new york and uh upstate downstate is very different um the living is different but i was like i still want to go um so i had aspirations to be when i came to fit I, i wanted to come to fit originally to um go into fashion merchandising and this was fresh out of high school I'm class of 01 from high school and so Mm -hmm. I didn't get in there the first time and I was crushed and I was like man and I was going to go to Buff State now Buff State is another popular school within the SUNY system there in New York State but I didn't even get accepted to there yeah SUNY is is you know you if you can't get to a black college um, per se going to like a SUNY school can give you like a close yeah. experience mm-hmm. because we have a lot of uh, support as far as financial support. So you can get like EOP, you can just get a lot of great, you know, mm-hmm. um, financial support when you go to um, state schools and then you can experience like close to HBCU, but it, of course it's not never going to be one. So guys don't get it twisted. Yeah. I'm never <laughs> saying that. Our SUNY yeah. school is the HBCU. Yeah. No, it is still a PWI. Yeah or whatever, but still, um, it's mad black. Like you're going to see mad black people yeah, there. Yeah. So anyway, um, I didn't go there. So then I had to come all the way to Atlanta, uh, to a school called Border. 
it was a technical school, but it helped me get prepared to get into FIT. Mm. So I'm very determined. Um, my, my podcast is called Dope Chick with Ambition. So my ambition didn't just come when, you know, social media arrives. Wait, can, you repeat, that can you repeat the name of the podcast again? I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. My podcast is called Dope Chick with Ambition. Okay. Yes. And so um, that that's me. Like, it's not that anything that I just wanted to become once I saw, you know, oh, she's a motivator. She's a, this is who I am. I've always been that way. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get into FIT. So I finally got in. <laughs> mm. And um, I finally get in there. And when I tell you, I didn't do what I needed. I didn't, I, I didn't get in and do the right thing, more or less. I was on my bullshit. We were so young. Yeah, we were definitely young. <laughs> but of course, you know, I was older than you guys. Um, but you guys were only like about a couple of years. But a couple of years, saying. a couple of years, sweetheart. I was two and you yeah. was in diapers. I was a couple of years from me. Right. Yeah. 40 years old. <laughs> exactly. So you want to be 40? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Word. I was um a little older than you guys, and um you guys were the freshmen. You got that was just yeah, that was yeah. your school. I already had been to school already. So it mm-hmm. was just like, all right. So next thing I know, I get an internship, not even in fashion. Um, I get an internship at a record label. <laughs> so oh. now I'm interning for Columbia Records. I'm in the A&R department. So I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, okay, I thought I wanted fashion. Um, no, you probably want music. So right, right. I'm in the music thing. I'm loving it. I'm like, all right, cool. This is what I want to do. I want to be a publicist, right? For a, a, a music artist. So after that was after I saw um, Beyonce's publicist and she um, came in, they will always bring somebody from a department for the interns to get an ins- you know, insight and they'll let them know what they do, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to be a publicist. Ah, ah, ah. And then all of a sudden I did not finish FIT. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. I don't want to go here no more. Like, what was wrong with me? But anyway, at that time, I was just like, <laughs> I'm out of here. I don't want to do it. Right? When you're young, yeah. the younger you are, the more fearless you are, and you don't really think. Mm-hmm. You be like, effort. Uh, oh, this job. I, right. You know, I don't want this job no more. Yep, I can hop right to that. <laughs> out of here. I ain't gonna stay. Right. So I left there, and then after I got out of FIT, I just went to a CUNY school, which is a community school within within New York City. So I went to CUNY um, City College, and I. Um, I got into their PR de- um, department again. So I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. Next thing I know, y'all about to be looking like, girl, you were all over the place. But honey, I was in my 20s, so don't judge me. Let me no, tell you something. Absolutely not. Not no, judging. let me tell you something. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking to y'all listeners too. Like, oh, she's in what? Like, she yeah, yeah. I was in my 20s, so I was just like, whatever. I got a job at Mac. Because I used to, you know, go up to the counter. I'm like, okay, I want to work here. Everything I wanted to do in my 20s, I always just did it. Like, whatever I said I wanted to do, I just went ahead and got it. And I never gave up. And I was like, I want to do this. So when I was working at the, thank you, when I was working at the Mac counter, you know, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work here. Because, you know, I feel like I'm fabulous. I'm going to give you accessories. I'm going to give you a face. I'm going to do all this extra stuff. Because mm-hmm. that's what it used to be back in the day, the Mac counter. Okay. Uh-huh. It used yes. to be very, <laughs> you know, you can give, you know, your style. Mm-hmm. Even if you wasn't into makeup, you could still blend in because you're giving like mm-hmm. a nice statement piece, yeah. a gaudy earring, a nice ring, you know, something. And, you know, you would just blend in. But it's like, girl, can you put on an eyeshadow? Like, not really. <laughs> I'm just part of the crew. What's up? So... I ended up working there and I, yo, I quit CUNY. I quit the school. I didn't finish. 
Mm-hmm. I did not finish the school. I do have an associate's degree from Barter, but I did not obtain one from FIT or um, CUNY. I left because I was making, they offered me $22 an hour. So when they, when you, when you get $22 an hour in your twenties, you think you balling like life is okay. good. Yeah. I, I've made it mama. Don't worry. I'll get you that house. And she's looking like, what? what is going on? <laughs> so then all of a sudden they fired me, honey. Oh. I got fired. I don't know if y'all remember John. Y'all know Jonathan from Love and Hip Hop? Yes. He lined me up. He lined me up. His sister used to work there at the counter. Um, and she was um doing some fraudulent stuff. She had got escorted out one time because she was stealing some type of way she was stealing. I remember that I'll never forget. Come that on, term. T. And um, yeah, I will spill it. And I will stand on it. People like, why are you saying that? Because it's part of my my story. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have I have a right. Right, I have a right. I was there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is my story too. <laughs> so anyway, right. So anyway Jonathan had it out for me one day because I had I had lied to him I dropped a, um he was a key he was a third key at the counter at the time and um Mac is is very uh funny acting if you're Hispanic or a male they're gonna rock with you but it, it was really mm. hard for like the male black artist or male or excuse me or black female, female artist to yeah. really move up yeah so you really have to like kiss I feel like that would be the same for Safara but I'm rocking with no, you it's funny, yeah, it's funny that you say that because I'm deaf I kind of feel like I still see that a little bit like you all uh-huh. for Safara yeah, sorry yeah I still see that in Mac I see that <laughs> Right. No, they yeah, mm-hmm. right. And it's like the black, of course, with any business is always us supporting them super hard, mm-hmm. but we mm-hmm. never get, you know, those just dues within the, the corporate arena or whatever. So um Jonathan, I, I had dropped, I think it was a concealer, I dropped it and I lied and was like, No, I didn't drop it. I think I lied something stupid, like I used to, I, I would lie about something dumb. I'm not a liar, but at that particular mm-hmm. time I lied. Um so <laughs> keep it real. Yeah, uh, hundred a buck for real. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. So after that, he was out for me, y'all. He was out. Mm. So then they was like, do you want to... They was like, yo, if he, if you get fired... Because my, I wasn't meeting my goals. So they was like, if you get fired, you can never come back to a Mac. But if you just quit, you can get rehired. Mm. My dumb ass, like, I'm going to see what I could do, what I could do, whatever, whatever. I was busting my ass trying to get those sales, selling mad concealers to the Africans that would come from Harlem. Mm. They'll come and buy in, in bulk. And I worked mm. at 34th Street, and that was the hot... Mm-hmm. Um, area yeah. for the um the Mac, so I got fired. Jonathan must have put something in my file, and I'd never been. And you know, I, I pay I, I pay a dust because at the end of the day, what's for me is going to be for me. He didn't really control it, but when I was younger, I would I thought that you feel me. But now that I'm mm-hmm. older, he 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 didn't have anything to do with this divine story. You know what I mean? So it was just uh, like come it was on, just divine. A, yeah. yeah, it was just an experience. Yeah. I can't I can't take it personal. That was his place. That was what, what happened. And then now my journey goes forward. And sometimes we will hold on to things like it was because of you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if you want to give them credit for you being successful, no, you don't want to do that. Like okay. they were part yes, of you know, whatever. Yes. So you just go forward. Yes. So that happened. So then I'm like, okay, I'm moving back to Atlanta. I was just, um, after I left there, I went back to my old job, Victoria's Secret. I worked in Manhattan Mall in Victoria's Secret. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to transfer this and come to Atlanta. Left there. Okay, wait. Can I, I'm going to stop you real quick because that's a perfect transition because that's where you are now, right? I am in Atlanta. Yes. 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 Love it. So I just want to interject real quick because sis, you just gave us a whole nother episode too. So, <laughs> and I want you to keep going. So I hope that y'all have been catching on to the, 
the the point of um being in a job where it's okay whether you're in your twenties or whatever and you experience different things. And I listened to one of your podcasts, uh Candy, where y'all you, you mentioned that. I don't know it was I forgot the title or the topic, but when you are going through these things where it's like, oh, well, I want to experience this. I want to try this. And I'm educated in that. Or I studied this. You know, you get to a divine point, you know, and which I'm, Candy is, I'm sure, is going to, you know, give y'all and let y'all know, like, where she is now and what her plans are. But I just wanted to kind of throw that in just so we can keep flowing and everybody know. But, you, yeah, you just gave us a good topic, too. I love it. So keep going. <laughs> All right. No, no problem. So, yeah. So. I was like, I want to go, I want to move to Atlanta. So I was living in the Heights at the time. We had roommates and everything. And um, I spoke to a homegirl out here in Atlanta and I'm doing all of this at like 24. You know what I mean? Like I'm about to move. Mm. I'm about to, I'm about to be out. Um, I'm 37 now, but yeah, at 24, I was like, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to stay in the city any longer. I want to go ahead and get, get to Atlanta to see what's up. And that week I had killed like four mouse. Like, it was just too much. I'm looking like, I already killed four mouse. I'm not, fun. you know what? Like, it, like I loved, I love being from New York. I love be, living, had living in the city. But upstate, again, we, we didn't, we have mouses. We have, you know, roaches and rats. Yeah. But it's just a little different because in the city, yeah. you know, you live on top of each other. Yeah. We have more that like single house homes. Yeah, yeah, they have single homes um, upstate and, you know, in Long Island. You know, they have single homes and everything. So, it, it just was a little different when you're living in the city and everybody's on. So if they have construction, it's going to shake the whole building and everything is going to come out. That's going to be roaches. It's going to be rats. It's going to be mice. Mm-hmm. And I had killed four mice that, um, that week. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm out of here. <laughs> so my homeboy, <laughs> my homeboy at the time, my mom was like, you want to come back here? I was like, Oh no, honey, I'm not coming back up there, but I'm definitely going to, um, relocate to another state. And she was just like, how are we going to do it? I was like, I'll figure it out. So my homeboy at the time, I had asked him, could he get me a plane ticket? Like back in the day, people would be there for you. These days is just so everybody's mm. so stush. They don't look out. Mm-hmm. But I had my homie. He was like, yeah, I'll get you a plane ticket. You know what I mean? Like it's nothing like no questions, no nothing. He got me the plane ticket. And um, I was taking my um, stuff from like the little things that I had, my little sentimental pieces. I took them to the uh, post office. I was shipping off like pots and pieces. I'm just going grandma got me this from like my first year in college like I had stuff with me like that so I I took it to the post office sent it off my homegirl came whatever she's like you can stay with me but let me tell anybody who's going through something staying with someone gets old right Mm -hmm. so it's always important to have your own you can Mm -hmm. stay with someone for a little while to transition Mm -hmm. but don't ever think somebody's gonna let you just stay there forever I don't care if they best friend your your first cousin cousin, that you grew up with Mm exactly you have to make a plan and be like all right, I'm gonna get out and I didn't realize that so everything I went through in life it's about lessons and you wanna learn from them you just want to embrace them you don't ever want to you know get too discouraged or dwell on them Mm -hmm. because it just teaches you how to handle things in the future all right this person is looking out for me this isn't the final but they're looking out for me let me give myself at least three months to go ahead and make it happen because eventually they're Mm going to start side-eyeing you they're going to be like what's up with this what's up with this in the beginning they're hype you know what i mean boom 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 but don't ever make staying with somebody permanent unless it's like your guy or whatever your guy your girl whatever Mm -hmm. but anyway so I moved from her. I came down. I moved. I, I stayed with her for a little while. That got old. And then 
I end up staying with my cousin. So now I'm like a nomad. Like I'm all over the place. Mm. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? I didn't have a car. I was using her car. I just came to Atlanta wrong. I didn't have nothing <laughs> just out here. Like, what's up? Like, I'm just here, like living out of suitcases. Like, it was just real ghetto. So after that, <laughs> I was, <laughs> it was, it was bad. No, after I'm laughing because I feel you. We, yeah, we've been there. Definitely. So after that, um, I hadn't gotten to my, I haven't gotten to my journey. For, I haven't gotten into my, what I'm saying, more of my craft. You know what I mean? I always mm. knew that it would be something pertaining to fashion or music, but I just, I just didn't have it. I was at Victoria's Secret pushing bras, honey. I didn't know anything. Mm. So then I'm like, all right, I got to figure this out. So I'm going to try to fast forward because I, I can be long winded. Let me just fast forward a bit. So I'm finally in Atlanta. This is where I'm going to be between being like homeless, being in between blessings and all of that stuff, I finally link up with a brand um, called Ethnicity Models, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Ethnicity Models, uh, we we focused on ethnic talent. Now, at the time, video models were the ish. Like, yeah. we had Melissa Ford. You you know what I mean, Taj? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so video models back in the early 2000s, those were like the IG girls. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, yeah. they was really out there. Damn, you like the money. IG girls. Yeah, yeah. They, were. they were. But they yes, were. They didn't even put that together. Yeah, they were, but natural. The natural. Right. <laughs> right, natural. <laughs> yes, to the natural baddies. Like, they have bodies. They yeah. look nice. Um, I will say the first the first one that revealed um, fake implants, I'm just going to keep it real, was Angel from D.C. Mm. Angel, um, she was from... I think Angel's Ethiopian, but mm. she had a real small waist, but she had a fake butt. You know what I mean? But, you know, mm. she was beautiful in the face, but it was revealed that she had a fake butt. I can't remember if she said implants or if she had shots, but it was definitely, um, um, it wasn't natural. It was GMO. What is it? Mm. What is GMO? What is that? Genetically it all, modified. It yeah. wasn't authentic. Exactly. Yeah. It was fake. Shit. <laughs> it was fake. It was fake. Well, I, the thing, I don't want to always call stuff fake because if you have a fat transfer, that's your fat. So I don't call those fake. I just say that you got your body uh, done. But, You're made but, but it's altered. But it's altered because you, you were you, originally, it wasn't made that way. So. Yeah. I don't right, care but if you I, got I your, your hair on your, from your pussy to your head now. Right, but I can't call it, it fake because it, it, you're a made girl. I'll just call you made. But I can't call it fake because that was your fat I, that came from your body. I, I, yeah, I call it a difference, fake because I you, out here, you out here flexing on men. So you making us think like that. <laughs> you making us think like that's really how you <laughs> Is, and that's you, but nah, you did some work. You had some things, but <laughs> you had yeah. something. She's a maid girl. Yeah, she's a maid girl. Yeah, I just called a maid. Like you were made. It wasn't you wasn't born that way. <laughs> you were made. It's okay. And, and it's nothing wrong. So, Come on, maid girl. It's definitely nothing wrong with the maid body. But keep it real, though. Don't be out here trying to shame other girls sitting here with a waist trainer and weights talking about you working out. Oh yeah, sis, you Tell just had a whole. Story. Yeah, you got right. worked up. You're made. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, boom. So. Um, we were working with, you know, the models. And I'm like, y'all got to get with them. So the way I got with them was through Saisha Beecham. Saisha Beecham is a celebrity makeup artist. Um, she grooms, um, she groomed the the late um, Chadwick Bosman. I don't want to chop his last What's How do you say his last name? Bozeman. Bozeman. Okay, Chadwick Bozeman. She, yeah, she groomed him. Um, she groomed Usher. Um, she also does like... Um, theatrical and all that extra stuff she, she was really bomb so i was like yo can mm-hmm. i be your can i be your assistant like i'll have no problem ever earning, oh, earning my spot that. like i'll have mm-hmm. no, no problem for that because once i earn it you can never say nothing to me you can't take it from me because i earned it mm-hmm. so that's my method of looking at that like if you give me something then you can be like that but if i earned this shit 
girl bye so anyway Mm -hmm. i was her assistant looked out for her i mean i was her assistant on some when she would have to go out of the country with usher and i had his whole itinerary i had usher's social security number like that was deep Mm -hmm. like you gotta have some type of trust and everybody can't be that type of person um so you know being an assistant that's the first thing they look for is being able to be trustworthy because you're going to come across sensitive information. And so I think, you know, my journey for having, you know, regular jobs because I come across sensitive information, working in call centers, working in, you know, da da da. So you get to use both the best of both worlds, you know, how to be professional. Mm. So that's automatically in your mind mm. that you're going to be professional when you deal with, you know, celebrity makeup artists, celebrities, this, whatever, whatever. So yeah. after that, she hooked me up with ethnicity models. So then the CEO, LaShawna Stanley, my mentor, she was like, oh, I like her. Like, yeah, she's going to be the inter- intern for us. So I interned for her until she gave me a, a spot. So I was doing like castings. I was doing like casting stuff. Um, I was her personal assistant. I had little Wayne's whole itinerary. I would have just access to everything. Mm-hmm. So she just taught me how to um, never give up. Oh, never take no for a final answer figure it out be resourceful um and all mm. of these things have groomed me to the person that i am today so boom after, so can i ask after, you with that real quick so can i if mm-hmm. i can interject what yeah, um and, yeah in regards to like working and stuff too because you mentioned that you interned so you don't have to specify exactly where you were working but i'm assuming that you were working somewhere else too and with that like how did you balance those worlds where you know you're Um, keeping yourself motivated but getting your money well it's always easy because for one I like to stay busy and so when I'm not creating I'm not happy when I'm not doing something that's pertaining to my journey I'm not happy so I can't just ever just work for someone else right so I always Mm -hmm. have to have something that benefit that 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 supports what I'm trying to do my vision so um, it wasn't hard, but it's not something that everybody can do. So I'll do eight hours, you know, at a job. And then after the eight hours, I'm jumping right to the things that I have to do for them. Or if I'm doing mm-hmm. it between lunch mm-hmm. or if I'm doing it on the weekend, I just just knew how to balance it. So it just never was anything that I had to think about. It was never hard. I would just figure it out. Mm, that's that so important. Do. The way that you just said that, I guess a lot of people to struggle with that and will continue before you know it for 10 years they just couldn't monster up that energy well i think that, that i think that you know you make time for what you want to make time for right. so how bad you really want it you can I say agree. that you want something and you don't you. want to you can't say you got to put go in the hard i'm sorry you got to put in the hard work for it you know nothing in this world comes easy and i just feel like right. if you want to mm-hmm. like if you want something you want to you know you want to get to that next level you got to put in the work so right mm-hmm. No, I totally agree with that, um, Taj. You do have to put in the work. I will say, for some people, things do come easy, so mm-hmm. I can't say nothing yes. I, because yeah. I, you have. A, I mean, because you can see it, Taj. You'll see or D'Angelo too. You'll see it like, damn, how the hell are they getting that? So for them, <laughs> right. unfortunately, it's coming easy. But for me, well, maybe yeah, I'm yeah. fighting yeah. hard. You know yeah, what I mean? well, yeah. So, when well, yeah. you mention it like that, I think, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. For, so well, sometimes, I'm, just, I'm speaking for us though. Like majority of the time, black people, we have to work ten times harder. We have to work hard mm-hmm. in order for us to get ahead. To get half most of, of the fuck they got. Yeah, yeah. Most that, of us. Yeah, do. I would agree on that. Most one. of us. Yeah, do. we do. We mm-hmm. do have to put in a little bit more effort for as when it comes to being um, black Americans. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so as far as the balance, it wasn't hard for me. I still do it to this day, but I'm doing it for me. You feel mm-hmm. me? Instead of for others. Yeah. So yeah, it just yeah. helped me know how to, how to, how to just, 
go ahead and do it. Like, you know, I've worked at call centers, you know, sometimes I wouldn't have weekends off. I would still have to, you know, figure it out. Or she's calling me, but Shauna, she's calling me and she's like, can you do this? And I'm like, girl, I'm on this call. Like, Shauna, I gotta do an actor. Like, we would have to, like, book these girls. And I'm like, well, I have to book once I get off. But then what happened was I had ended up losing my job with, um, the Verizon in 2010, excuse me, but I was living off of the unemployment mm. for um, a few years. Back in the day, unemployment Oof. would go for at least two years. Okay. Now, unemployment yes, is only for, well, in my state, <laughs> right, <laughs> Obama, under the Obama administration, yeah, people allow the plenty. extensions, yeah. But under the Trump administration, they only allow um, 14 months for the state of Georgia. I don't know what it is in other states. Mm. Um, so 14 months. So after the 14 months is up, you really are asked out, right? Mm. And so luckily I was, I, I had the um, the layoff during the Obama administration. So boom, LaShawn was like, well, what do you want to do? I was like, man, I don't know. She's like, Kid, you need to start your blog, you know, audity, you know, everything, da 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 da. So I'm like, like, I'm not a gossip girl. I don't like, you know, gossiping like that. That, that can be exhausting. I don't like talk. I, I don't mind running down tea, kiki, or none of that. I don't mind that, you know, that's just in me. But at the same time, I just didn't want to have to um, always tell the bad side of gossiping because I'm like, okay, yeah. eventually yeah. when I get in the space, I don't want people to be like, damn, she back on her taxes. Like, oh, her marriage is this. Her marriage, I don't want to a soak in the negativity all the time mm. so you were literally i'm telling you in my personal world you were like our wendy williams of our generation <laughs> <laughs> yo you were so fucking dramatic yo, why are you but so i'm dramatic? telling you Gosh, like you were like dramatic? get out of here candy was like the wendy williams slash but she knew of she our generation don't say world. that i don't got no money like them just yet so don't i know about... but fuck the money I'm no, I, the need the money. no <laughs> I need the money no i need the money pay me for my knowledge and skills my nigga. Some... people probably listening like she was but let me go see her page book right no i'm saying like even now like candy when you talk to candy like <laughs> she know all that shit but she knows because i know too. yeah i just right I just, it's, it's not just, just like me. the gossip shit like right. it's, it's a part of you like right. you said that's what I it was attesting to it's in me yeah definitely I'm yes. born this way no I am I am born this way however I did I wasn't getting paid for for that I, I don't think yeah, that was my exactly. calling yeah. <laughs> it wasn't my calling you know how you could be like okay I don't know about e any of you guys I don't know something that you may be good at other than what you're in right now so say I'll just give an example so say if you know how to um do hair right but mm -hmm. you ain't really making no bread like that. That's not bringing you the bag, but you just can do it. You can wake up, come here, girl, let me do this. But, but that's not it. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. that's what it is for me. It's just like, okay, I could do it, but this is not what's bringing me the money. Absolutely, so yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I did I the blog. The blog was awesome. It was a great period. Um, it connects me with a lot of different people. I did have inside, you know, exclusive stories at time. But at the same time, again, I changed it because I didn't want to do gossip. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, boom. Let me do music and fashion. I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna put people into the to the the fly shit, and then I'm gonna also talk about, um, you know, music or whatever. I did that. That was great. So then, while I'm doing that, I'm getting it. I'm still doing ethnicity stuff. I'm still doing this, but then 
somebody got my page deleted on Instagram, baby. Whoa. When I tell you that, I felt like a fucking like heart attack. I cried so hard, y'all, because I had like almost 4K followers. This was like three years mm. ago. So oh imagine God. how many more, right? 4K followers. And even though that's not a big number, but it was real. It was authentic. These were people that were connecting with me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. And those followers can turn and they could have been converted over to Dope Chick with Ambition podcast file. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just like more or less like I understand social media. Some people look at it like, oh, that's clown shit. No, nigga. People are becoming millionaires off of this shit. Yeah. I want some okay. of that money. I want some of that pie. So it's like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> so it's like, yo, what's going on? Like, I, I need I need in. I just don't want to be on here twiddling my fingers and posting stupid selfies. Like, if I'm not getting paid for no selfies like that, you know what I mean? I'm not posting them like that. Like, it, is, it, mm. it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I'll post just to show face what's good, pop out. But as far as, like, my whole page of me with selfies, like, that's corny. Mm. I'm not doing that. I'm like, yeah. after I found that I came Kardashian <laughs> got paid, like yeah. one point, I'm like, hey, yes, people get paid to post selfies. Exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be on your type of like. Honestly, like, yeah, you see Kylie, all these people, they literally are getting paid to post every day, just I, bullshit. And I'm right. like, why can't I get some money like that? Why? Why, why can't, why I can't you? Yeah. Exactly. And what's right, crazy, so- and speaking to what y'all talking about, real quick too, like, it's funny because that's what the I think social media is exposing that these celebrities, when they like, oh, such and such started this trend and did it. They are taking from us. They're taking from the streets. Mm-hmm. They're taking mm-hmm. from social media. So perfect example, real low key. Back in the day when Kanye with the Louis Vuitton book bags and the polos, niggas was doing that shit. But when you see it on a celebrity, you think that they created this trend. But they just literally took from what's happening and what's popping right now. So just yeah. what y'all again, going back to what y'all was saying. I'm out here with maybe a thousand followers, but you got 50,000, but you looking at me and looking at people who like my shit that I just created and you take it and now you created it. You know, you get the credit Mm -hmm. for it. Not only the credit and the Mm -hmm. money. (laughs) No, seriously. So it was just like, I I, I know the power of social media. So I, I just want to, um, be able to get something from it and just not say I was a part of that and I didn't get anything out of it, be it if I'm creating great relationships. I just want to get something out of it because everybody's blowing up off of it. I feel as though that I'm on it too much not to be able to get some type of shine. Right. So um, with that said, my page died. My page got deleted. I was so sick. So I I could never get it back. So that kind of discouraged me from doing the blog and shit, whatever. So um. I, f- I fell back from blogging. I was a little deactivated blogger anyway because I was in it, but I wasn't in it in it like that for real. So I stopped blogging, but my sites are still up because I feel as though addicted to candy.com, which was my blog site. It It's my baby. So I'm not going to like OD, like kick it away because just in case these apps go away, I could still have this site. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, mm-hmm. let me just still keep it just in case. So I still have her. So then I, I started my merch line. So this is where my degree is coming into play and my journey is coming to play. So I have my merch line. It's called um, Shop the Addicted Life. Or whatever. So it has like hoodies, t-shirts, et cetera, et cetera. But with that one, again, sometimes you just have things and you're just creating things aimlessly. And I don't like to just do things just because I Mm got to make sense to me. Mm -hmm. It has to flow mentally. And then that way I can execute it correctly. Right. So I'm like, all right, I got, I got hats. I started out with hats with like little sassy things. Right. So I'm like, okay, boom. 
Let me think about something else. So then I created the collection Dope Chick with Ambition because women love empowerment. Women love, mm-hmm. you know, just like little slick shit on it's like I'm dope and I have ambition. Boom. I'm connected with the women. I'm gonna jump on this women empowerment shit. So then I'm like, nah, bigger. I gotta go hard. Like this is hard. So I'm sitting, I'm thinking I'm about to get a podcast popping. I'm about to get this, 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 and this. And it just started to grow. So the best mm. ideas are the ones that are the ones that can grow, right? Mm-hmm. Not something that's just really small, like, oh, I got a t-shirt and that's it. No, you want a t-shirt that can then come into life to be sneakers, right? Mm-hmm. A book bag, it is, it is. Mm-hmm. The bigger, the the bigger that you can go with your idea is that's those are the best ones to me personally. Yeah. So mm. Say um, that. yeah. So I I have the the podcast. My podcast is is designed for um, my dope women with ambitions. I have um, conversations with women that um, either are, are, are entrepreneurs, excuse me, or are in the working fields or workpreneurs, right? A workpreneur is a person who works a nine to five and they just have a side hustle and they haven't mm-hmm. left their nine to five. They don't, <laughs> I like yeah, that. Yeah, I they like don't that. mind. They don't, I like that right, They don't mind. They don't mind. Yeah, they don't mind still because sometimes being an entrepreneur is 100% hard. Sometimes we'll just see the glitz and the glam. But to be a real entrepreneur, you got to have your own benefits and you know how much those cost. Um, You got to have, you know, good credit, you know, just in case something happens. You want to just be in a certain place where if I have a bad month, I'm still good. Right, yeah, you don't want to yeah, be stressed yeah. out. Ask the auntie, can you come stay with her? They'd be like, "Damn, you was just on the gram or yacht. <laughs> <laughs> Take your ass to the office. You better go to the office." <laughs> right. So it's just like it's just crazy, but. I inspire, I mean, excuse me, I uh, encourage everybody to, you know, go after their dreams, but go after it in a smart manner. Um, if you want to go after mm-hmm. it in a, in, a, in, a, in a manner, however you want to, you can do it. Um, it may not be smart to me because it's not my vision. So I can't even shade you if you went zigzagged, right? And I may have just went straight, but you zigzagged, zigzagged your way to your, your goal. You can do that, but it's just like, be more or less just be hungry about it. And when you're hungry about it, you're not going to give up. You're going to do whatever you can with integrity to go ahead and get your, mm, your dreams mm-hmm. and, and achieve all of that stuff. So I'm here now as a podcaster. I'm Candy Hustle. My podcast is Dope Chick with Ambition Podcast. And um, again, it's for the women first, but I do encourage my black men with ambition to tune in, tap in, all that good stuff too. Yes, hey, Candy! Hey. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. So actually, <laughs> guys, that is the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that you have to ask more questions. But- no, 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 we're, no, we're definitely, definitely gonna go ask in, questions, but, but I mean, you know, uh, your story, that topic, your topic like, alone, your story was just great. I think, you know, for our listeners who who want to enter in that like music industry, or you know, I'm consistently always telling people to start their own business, find what they love to do. I think you went about it in a great way about you know, start with something yeah. small, but don't let don't stay there. Kind of like always grow, right. grow on it more. Think about other things that you could kind of like you know go off of that simple idea. So I think, you know, your story alone is just definitely, I hope it encourages our listeners to just go out there and just yes. do more it. things with themselves and just like, and don't be discouraged. Be live, Have a free, be a free-spirited person. Be a risk-taker because mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. In my 20s, I was a risk-taker, but not really. I kind of really just became one. And, you know, nothing is really wrong with that. I feel like anytime you just have to know for yourself when you can push yourself. But I just feel right. like, you know... 
Like, you know, it's never too late to do whatever it is you want to, especially if you can do it. So I, I, I am very grateful for you coming on our show and sharing your story. And I'm just hoping okay. that you're definitely able to inspire someone else or encourage other people yes. to be able to do the same thing. So no big doubt. ups to no you. Doubt. Big no ups doubt. to you, Candy. Thank you, brother. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tosh. Mm-hmm. Appreciate yes. it. Yes, thank you, Candy. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'm I was just like rocking with you. Right. <laughs> because there's so much other again, like when I started, you know, even introducing y'all to Candy, I just was mentioning like how um, you know, watching our journeys, but I've always been inspired by you and um, encouraged. And I'll share a quick little story. I don't know if you remember when we were in college and you made us some spaghetti. And we call it the hood spaghetti because it's already mixed. And it's already, you gave me a bowl and I was like chopping it down. And he was like, no, you got to eat slow. And I was like, what? And he was like, when are you going to eat the next time? Take your time, right. enjoy the meal. And I was like, damn, this is life. Like, this is what I got to do to enjoy a meal. But it was things like that that really stuck with me. And I'm so grateful to have you in my life and to even be on this platform for us to share our, you know, personal stories and then hopefully encourage other people and, and the listeners um very very grateful so thank you Candy. Yes. no doubt um typically i would i would cut it because it is six o'clock but i'm vibing with y'all so we can run it a little bit longer um so no problem oh yeah we about to wrap just, it up though we about yeah we, no if you if you guys have any other questions i don't mind answering if it's another segment i can do that for you so I feel you like at this point we need to have another episode with you. At this right. point, we have to roll it out because we be wrapping it up around this mm-hmm. time. Around so, this time, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Just we're good. Sure. So, yeah, no, nah, we gonna have something else. But we end our episodes with um something positive, um some inspirational thing to leave you guys with for the rest of the work week. Mm-hmm. Taj, did you you have something already, right? I have something. It's, um, it's not, I don't really know if it's like kind of inspirational, but I always leave like just quotes for people to kind of like think of or kind of just like help them build their self-esteem or just in general, like maybe it's something I'm going through or something, but I don't know. I was literally mm-hmm. just looking through quotes on, you know, Google and this one particular just stuck out to me today. And I, honestly, I don't even know if I really understand it or get it but maybe you guys will have well, well once I say it maybe you'll have your own perspective on it but basically um it said no man ever steps into the same river twice for it's not the same river and he's not the same man so mm. that yeah that was kind of like I don't know it just stuck out to me and I was just like well what the fuck <laughs> does that even mean like I'm trying to think like <laughs> What does that even mean? Like, I don't know. I'm I'm like still trying to, I don't know, maybe somebody else will understand it, but I don't know. I just feel like, you know, nobody, I don't know. I want to say what they were saying was like, nobody steps into the same problems twice, but then I don't know if I always agree with that either. Cause I feel like people do go into certain situations more than once, I guess, until they know like when to stop or when they kind of solve the issue. So, yeah. I don't know. I, you just said it the way that I would say, honestly. Right. Like, I think it's the whole, when when they say, uh, what is it, once a fool or twice something else or whatever. But the, mm-hmm. the whole point is, if you repeat it and you keep repeating, you're the fool. Mm-hmm. So, if you just acknowledge it in, in that sense of you repeating the same thing, then it's it, it comes on you. And that does happen. 
for a lot of people, but some people catch it after the second time. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Third time, yeah. okay, absolutely not. And then there's no coming back. But for some people, it kind of is repetitive. Yeah. No, it is. Right. But that, I don't know, that just kind of just like, like spoke to me. And I was just like, this is, I don't get it, but it sounds like something that somebody needs to hear. So. <laughs> so that that's literally my quote for today for some for, yeah for today's okay. episode um well mine is i came across this really quick it's not even a quote i guess it's just a sentence from Maya angelo and it says try to be a rainbow in somebody's cloud mm. so yes. of course that's mm. pretty direct mm-hmm. but i'm just to go a little deeper um, even what I mentioned earlier and being responsible for other people's jobs or when you come across like, oh, that ain't my job. I shouldn't have to do this or whatever. I feel like you still just, you don't do anything for a reward, but what are you losing in 30 seconds that you gave to somebody? You know, what is, I, I just held the door for this rude ass person, but okay, whatever. Right. But I know it's going to come back mm-hmm. to me. Um, I had a, a this lady the other day that claiming that she was pregnant she could have been pregnant maybe not and asked for some food she didn't ask for money she asked for food and i'm like all right cool i'm about to get some food too i'm like you like they t- the tacos she like i don't like they tacos i like quesadillas so okay now you're being choosy <laughs> but <laughs> i'm like you know what lord she asked for food she ain't asked for no money so okay you gave me enough to be able to pay for both of us so i'm gonna do that she went on y'all asking for soup all types of stuff so i'm like okay maybe she is pregnant but i did what i said earlier now i cut it off it's not my responsibility Mm. i'm not paying for you and your family i gave you a whole meal of the same amount of what i'm Mm. getting i got a quesadilla too before i was waiting on my uber (laughs) then she tried to talk to me while i'm waiting on my uber and i'm like sis like i just gave you a meal i told you they preparing it like we ain't gotta kick it Mm. you know what i'm saying but (laughs) Again, it's, you know, uh, try to be a rainbow in somebody's Mm -hmm. cloud. (laughs) That's it. Because I had a cloud two days after that. You know what I'm saying? And it would have been a blessing for somebody to come in and give me whatever (laughs) they had. So that's fine. Right. Yeah. So I agree. Um, Candy, did you have anything you wanted to like leave or, you know, you know, if you don't, that's fine. Um, I just wanted to know, you know, ask before we kind of end it, everything. Sure. Um, I would just say, don't be a dreamer only. Yeah. Be a person that executes. Oh. Because if you don't execute, you're just going to be left with dreams. So. Yes, that's the... Thank you. Oh, that was beautiful. Come yes, on, Andy. Yes, I strongly believe in that. <laughs> we, all, we all got dreams, but I mean, yeah. oh, you can't. They're not going to be reality if you just if you're not doing anything. Right. Right. Execute dreamer, and deliver. But a dreamer, yeah, a dream. Excuse me. You gotta, you gotta put them in motion so that you can fulfill them and mm-hmm. achieve your goals. So you gotta put the work in, like you said before, Tosh. Yeah. So. I agree. Thank well, you. thank you, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you again. for definitely coming on our platform and um, you know giving our listeners some knowledge, some some info. Um, definitely, you know, y'all make sure y'all go and follow her on all her platforms. Go listen to her podcast. Can you say it real Check quick? Check it Andy? out. Yeah. Sorry, no, no, go ahead. Oh. I'll make sure we yeah. say it correctly. 
Okay, so my personal um, page, it's Candy Hustle. That's C-A-N-D, like dog, I for India. Hustle, like Nipsey Hustle. <laughs> Shout out to Nipsey Hustle. Hey. And then um, my podcast Instagram, it's Dope Chick with Ambition. So okay. spelled regularly, Dope Chick with Ambition. So make and, sure okay, you follow me and no, show go me ahead, love. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I just wanted to throw in because when you mentioned that and you mentioned it earlier, um, with men listening, I would encourage everybody to really to listen to Candy, um, or Dope Chick with Ambition podcast because as a bisexual black man, I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the uh episodes that really stuck out or or, or stuck out was um where was the, what do y'all call it? The, when you go to the YBO. Oh, the OBGYN. Oh, with Dr. Yes. Rogers. The Dr. Rogers, Yo. excuse me. <laughs> right. Sorry, Todd, you tell him to stop it. What are you spelling? Bring your own bottle. Y-O-B. Right. But can't. see, okay, so that's explaining my point. Because I was educated and I learned more about, like, I know the woman's body in different ways, but I didn't know other things and it just was very insightful and so i just encourage anybody to just listen and the same for us too you know we're we all have our different platforms and different subjects and things that we want to share with you but um yeah get in yeah definitely check that episode out that's episode um 19 actually i'm approaching a year um november 12th which is my birthday thank you guys um so i'm excited about that i just want to keep you know giving content and all of that stuff so um that's episode 19 that he's talking about and it's just educating the women about you know making sure that vagina's on point (laughs) (laughs) step your vagina up so you gotta step your vagina up and then listen to that podcast and just you know it'll change your perspective on certain things because i didn't know to do certain things at 37 like damn really throw my panties out she was talking about throwing your panties out yeah after nine months <laughs> and all of that i think men should probably um replenish their boxes okay because that's a while. what i'm saying yeah, i'm but like they, well damn yeah in but they case. don't i've had a whole nother conversation with mm-hmm. dudes about that but we ain't even gonna get into that yeah but, <laughs> that's a whole nother, uh, yeah. nother See, episode yeah, but yeah. no definitely Candy gonna be back right. on y'all you have she to replenish all the stuff like even towels like everything yes. she was saying was making sense you don't realize it like if like me i don't do my laundry as often as as I guess I should, and yeah, stuff is building up. It's mold, it's all of that, mm-hmm. and then you just throw it in the washer. It just goes in a little circle, <laughs> a fake circle, <laughs> and, and you, you think it's good, washer. right? Yeah, you. That's I just started cleaning thing. my washer this year because my mother came down like, "You gotta stop putting bleach." I'm like, "Excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> don't do me, sis. don't do me like I'm dirty, right?" Clean I gotta clean up, but you, but you don't realize it because yeah. of the fact that it's not something that we did in the past yeah. but it's like yo mm-hmm. you learn when as you go you know with age comes wisdom right. so don't knock yourself if you yes. didn't know but once you know make sure you you know hold that shit down right exactly right. <laughs> right, right. Um, all right fellas. we can't wait to talk to you again Candy. thank you for being a part sure. of this taj we good right yeah we out? No, well hold up I, you know, I always got to let them know if you guys have any topics, <laughs> <laughs> you guys have any topics you guys want us to address or anybody you think you want to get on the show like Candy, you can always, um, you know, DM us at our own Instagram pages or at our page at from the plantation yes. to the station on Instagram, or you can email us as well. You don't have to leave a name. Everything is non- anonymously. We don't steal names on here. So you can email us at from the plantation to the station at gmail.com as well. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll holler right. at you. Later. Bye. Later. Peace. Peace.